Could a strange substance found by a southwest Arkansas man be part of a government test? The uh, Russians are actually helping to do is to bring a large reactor online. UFO over China. According to reports, an airport in Inner Mongolia was forced to shut down to prevent passenger jets from crashing into the unidentified flying object. Another clear failure of the American government to protect our national security. There are fears that the H1N1 virus has now mutated and resembles the... Well, now back to that mysterious missile launch, the bright... There's been a lot of buzz over the last few weeks about strange sounds... Sudden deaths of tens of thousands of fish... Welcome to the Border Realm Podcast, the dividing line between what you know and what you don't know. What you believe is up to you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Border Realm. We are a podcast about all things supernatural, conspiracy, UFOs, everything that is unknown. I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, the lovely and open-minded Emily Maya Mills. Hi. And by our other co-host, the skeptic, Mr. Jeff Sloniker. Hi. <laughs> You're always so uh, upbeat at the beginning of every episode, Jeff. Yeah. He's yeah. channeling Jeff Bridges right yeah, now. <laughs> Jeff's on a new diet, so uh, he's a little bit grumpy. <laughs> Thanks, <Mike>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> Now, oh. Jeff, you're doing this kind of blood uh, diet, right? Don't I mean, wanna, don't want to talk about it. I think it's very interesting. Uh, it's a diet based on your blood type, and uh, basically, some some stuff that you there's a lot of things that you can eat depending on your blood type because uh, the way you know some stuff may be healthy, but it might not be healthy for your particular blood type. So he's, he's making that all up. Jeff's had to uh, <laughs> give up a lot of uh, a lot of his favorite food, so. Well, but anyway, I'd be enraged if I had to give up avocado. I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before we get to today's show, let's get to our first segment Strange News Around the World. So, this was kind of interesting. Uh, this was from NBC News. First evidence of Viking like sunstone pulled from shipwreck. Ooh. This is very interesting, actually. There's a there's an old lore about Vikings that they used these particular crystals that had some kind of an energy, and it, it used it was like a navigational system for them. Ooh. So no one's ever found one until now. Uh, here, I'll give you the the byline. <laughs> How do they know that they existed? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Um, what it, it, it's a lore. It's, it's believed that they existed, right. but they know they never found one. But now they have found something that they think is probably. Uh, exactly what this is. Here, listen to the byline. Ancient lore lore has suggested that the Vikings used special crystals Uh to find their way under less than sunny skies, so foggy conditions. Though none of these so-called sunstones has ever been found at Viking archaeological sites, a crystal uncovered in a British shipwreck could help prove that they indeed exist. The crystal was found in the wreckage of the Alderney. It was an Elizabethan warship that sank near the Channel Islands in 1592. The stone was discovered less than three feet from a pair of navigation dividers, suggesting it may have been kept with the ship's other uh, navigational tools. According to the research team headed by uh, scientists at the University of Rennes in France, did I mispronounce that? No. Yeah. Uh, a chemical analysis confirmed that the stone was uh, Icelandic spar or 
calcite crystal believed to be the Vikings' mineral of choice for their fabled sunstones. Uh, this is mentioned in the 13th century Viking saga of St. Olaf. So there's more to that story. You can check it out on borderrealm.com. I've got a link to it. But it's a very interesting uh, find, I, I, I think. Here's another one that's kind of interesting. This is from BBC News. Antarctic Lake Vostok uh, yields a new bacterial life. And they've been doing a lot of research there. Uh, it's been in the news recently. But they found a bacteria that they've never seen before. So this is kind of interesting. Russian scientists have claimed the discovery of a new type of bacterial life in water from a buried Antarctic lake. The researchers have been studying samples brought up from Vostok, that's the lake, the largest subglacial lake in Antarctica. Uh, last year, the team drilled through almost 2.3 miles deep into the ice to reach the lake and retrieve samples, so wait, which is the th- deepest anyone has ever drilled. Are they thawing, like, they have this that... <laughs> We Game haven't over. had to deal with it. Well, and now you know, I'm getting Game to that. Game over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the main thing. I, I don't think they're so worried about like unlocking a disease. It's the idea that that bacteria can exist at that level of sub-freezing, no sun, which is very it? interesting. Oh, which which it's go, alive. It's a live bacteria, yeah, mm-hmm. but they've never seen it before. Why is it interesting? Because that, it, it, it could tell you that life can exist without sun and in some sub-freezing temperatures which may what's that mean may mean that life can exist in in the universe elsewhere it it supports the theory of certain superhero oh okay now i'm I'm listening what's going on ice man i mean maybe you know that that there's a possibility that somebody's dna could be morphed in some way and they could have Mm -hmm. the uh this bacteria's ability to survive sans sun i take it back mike that is interesting <laughs> it is. It's more interesting than you think. It raises the possibility that such isolated bodies of water might host microbial life forms new to science. That's always new. I mean, when you find when you find something new, it's very interesting. Well, here's the thing that I, I actually woke up thinking about this this morning. Is like, isn't we've not yet explored the deepest depths of the ocean? Even yeah, that's why. So we're discovering new species. James uh, Cameron every year. has. Yeah. He's gone the f- deepest. But He's gone the deepest, and they have discovered new species that we've never right. seen before. So, yeah, it is interesting. I mean, can I just say really quickly, this is not related to anything, but sure. when I, you know, sometimes when you're, as you're waking up, you have weird, you know, memorable dreams, conceptual thoughts that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's today. I was woke up thinking about the deepest recesses of the uh, sea floor, and that what if there's a, a dogfish down there that we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little cute, there's like horse, a there's sea horse. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> A cute little Maybe dog Maybe it starts fish? to repeat. Like you get deeper and deeper and then there's just like a version of everything we have down there. <laughs> What's in that water? What are you drinking? How do you know there's not like a little tiny earth down there with a, populated by little tiny sea people? Yeah, you know. And <laughs> you and 12-year-old girls think that same thought. Hey. I, I like I, sh- I think that I just pushed some boundaries here. <laughs> you sure did. To crazy land. <laughs> I, like, uh, yeah. I like seafood too, but I, I think I'd have trouble eating a dogfish. Mm. <laughs> there are there's a real thing called it, dogfish. Is there? Yeah. I mean, there's catfish. I know there's, there's a dogfish, and they're actually it's like when fishermen are fishing for like the real stuff, they get it, and it's a nuisance. But I think I think McDonald's uses it <laughs> as as a filet of fish oh, before it's, before oh, it's fishy like a, fishy started. It's like a uh, a pestilent kind of fish that like is gets in the way of catching other. It looks like, yeah. They throw it into the right, and I think McDonald's fishes for it 
and they they put it in their a fish fillet. I I don't know. I could be wrong, but yeah, well, whatever it is, it's, they an, use, it's, it's some ugly farm, fish. It's farm fish or whatever that they use. I think. But anyway, I think I you'll like think this so. one, Jeff. I think you'll like this oh, one. Okay, right. wake me up. Wake me up. This uh, this actually happened last Halloween, but I came across it and I just thought it was very interesting. Because is this a personal story? Your government money uh, actually. Your gov- super wasted. <laughs> your your taxes actually Punch paid a girl for this. Her face. <laughs> your tax money, Jeff, uh, actually paid for this. So, all right. Uh, zombie apocalypse training drill organized by Halo Group for military police. Last Halloween, San Diego. This is from the Huffington Post. Okay. Actually, this is recently. The reason I bring it up now, it's recently made a lot of news. Um, because <laughs> you just have to hear this. Um, so, San Diego. Sounds like a hoax, so let's say. No, no, no. They, there's video of it. Uh, there's video of the training. It's really funny, actually. Uh, San Diego. Move over, vampires. Goblins and haunted houses. This kind of Halloween terror aims to shake up even the toughest warriors. An untold number of so-called zombies are coming to a counterterrorism summit attended by hundreds of Marines, Navy special ops, soldiers, police, firefighters, and others to prepare them for their worst nightmares. This what? is a, this is a very Stupid. real exercise. This is not it's like some, a fun run. This is not some yeah. type of big. <laughs> listen, this is this is a very real special ops fun run. <laughs> Beta breakers. <laughs> this is a very real exercise. This is not some type of big costume party. Said Brad Barker, president of the Halo Corp, it, which is a security firm uh, that hosted the. Uh, the Halloween training demonstration yeah, it's a during the summit activity. Yeah, it's fake. At a forty-four well, real, acre Paradise Resort Hotel Island uh, on the San Diego, or oh no, sorry, uh, on Coronado. Actually, it was the uh, the uh, the island. You know, right it's off a of San Diego spot. If you don't know, yeah. that's this a convention is, city. Too. This was an actual. This was an actual uh, training exercise, though they. For what? Well, like off. a trust exercise would be at a convention. You <laughs> yeah, know? But yeah. I bet you know, by the end of the convention, there was like a euphemism where they were like, I'm going to slay me a zombie tonight. Yeah. And it was just getting laid. From, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and you know, like, if if this was a serious thing, like if this was an alien training thing, mm-hmm. the government doesn't tell you about it because they're scared that there's going to be mass hysteria. This is... If this was a real zombie training thing, they wouldn't call it zombie training. They would right. call it something else, yeah. like to combat bath salts or something like that. Fox News actually posted the video on it, and they were reporting about it because one of the things, like uh, Fox News, is quite against you know government spending. Obviously, it's kind of a right wing, but uh, they were just saying, you know, in their opinion, that we're dealing with a nation that's in financial crisis, but there's a lot of money that was gone that went into this exercise. Sure. Yeah. Now I tend yeah, to wonder. Yeah, but Halo being a third party uh, yeah. and probably very profitable business, I think they, if it, if the money came from them, that's the only reason it wasn't. No, like, it's was, uh, government outrage. funded. It was what? government funded. Yeah, that's the whole point. Uh, Halo Corp is government funded. It's not a private. Um, uh, it's a training. It's it's basically how people get their training, like. Uh, um, you know, for any any kind of terrorist scenario, it's like well, theme. It's just a theme training. It's, it's a, a the, fun you know, and, and that's training. that's what the Huffington Post. That's what they claimed. It was just they were having fun with it, but you know, still yeah. costs a lot of money to doctor the people up. You know, they hired a bunch of actors. Yeah, does yeah. anyone remember how much it costs to make the thriller video? And yeah, it, <laughs> no. essentially, yeah. So. <laughs> I think it, it was the most expensive yeah. video of the time. Part oh, really? of me, yeah. part of me was like, you know, you see. You know, when we think of zombies, think we think of that, yeah. when we think of unzo- of zombies, we think of the undead, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
doesn't always have to be that way, though. I mean, there could be some kind of a, really uh, a virus. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> so tired. They're so tired. <laughs> you guys Hungry, ever tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you guys ever see Twenty Eight Days Later? Yep. Okay. Well, in that case, the the zombies weren't dead. They they had a virus, and they called it rage. Yeah, no, I think that there's a there's a definitely a way to um, sort of reverse engineer the idea of something scientifically being both alive and reanimated in some way just because of like yeah. you know certain aspects or organs of the brain aspects of the brain have ceased to operate and yet you know there's been a reanimation through some kind of like external uh, uh, either bacteria or chemical mm-hmm. that is causing someone to move and act in a way that is different. Bath salts, people are eating. Food faces off yeah i mean that's a version of it yeah yeah that's what it, it kind of it, it part of it worried me a little bit because i'm wondering if they obviously know about all these biological chemical warfare out there you know what if there is some kind of an agent that would literally turn people uh Mad. crazy yeah i mean what a better way to wipe out a sea i mean of course there's anthrax you could do it with that but or anthrax type 2 which is serious you know serious stuff um, you almost said the S word. Yeah, well, yeah. Did you hear that? I'm trying to. I'm trying to clean up based on one of our, uh, you know, yeah. our. Me too. I haven't cursed that much. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, uh, we got. Yeah, we got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to keep it on the up and up, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it is scary. Like, what if they do know that there is the possibility of some agent out there? They aren't telling us, but uh, it, you know, it's pretty grim. I mean, basically, their exercise was just to shoot them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. So that's yeah. kind of a no-win scenario, in my opinion. If you get whatever that that agent is. What is the, the zombie death? Is it has to be the uh, shoot, the, shot brain. the brain, the brain, shot through the brain because it shuts down the nervous system. Right. Yeah. Right. But in this case, I think you could. I mean, if it was some, you just shut down some vital organ anyway. You know. Like your, <laughs> did that look like they had paint guns and they were just shooting people in the head? <laughs> yeah, dude, that's literally what it was. I'm gonna post the video. You guys have to see it. It's yeah, pretty incredible. I can't but, wait. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of the world ending, I mean that kind of leads us into our. Uh, that kind of leads us into our topic. Uh, we're gonna talk about the uh, the Russian, <laughs> the Russian meteor that exploded three weeks ago on February 15th. Wait, and did and um, they said it wasn't gonna hit? It wasn't gonna touch down on Earth. Well, it didn't. It, it, well, it skimmed. It, right? Well, what happened was, and we'll get into this uh, right now, but uh, it nope. was it was very it was a very significant event. There are thousands of meteors that that track around the the Earth every night. There's meteors that enter the Earth's orbit. I've seen them. You know, sometimes I'd be out camping or whatever. I've actually seen them. they're huge. They're these big fireballs that just streak across the sky real fast. Yeah, know? I've seen that. Mm-hmm. But they're they're usually you know they burn up in the atmosphere or whatever. This thing and was. We all think we just fell in love with the yeah, person next to yeah. us. Oh God! <laughs> this thing was uh, a little larger, and Jeff, it, it wasn't supposed to hit us, and NASA said it wasn't supposed to hit us. Here's the funny thing: um, that very day, February fifteenth, we were going to have probably one of the closest asteroid flybys that we have had ever. This was a significantly large asteroid that was actually passing beneath the uh the area between satellites and earth Mm -hmm. that is close but there was no danger of that hitting us so that was not the that was not what what caused the explosion though what caused the explosion was actually a meteor that no one saw everybody was looking (laughs) at the main asteroid but no one saw the the smaller meteor 
that just happened to classic psych out. Yeah. Same, same. You know, <laughs> now NASA was correct. NASA was correct in saying that that asteroid yeah. wasn't going to ha- do any damage. It's true. It wasn't that asteroid that did it. There was wasn't a meteor. Was it a piece of it though? No. No, it was a. Uh, at first, I heard it was believed that um, because the asteroid got so close, there was a little bit of a gravitational force. Mm-hmm. which may have broken a piece off, but it turns out this was a rogue mm-hmm. meteor that just no one saw coming. Which should scare the hell out of everybody. Yeah, well, but yeah. It should. Sure. Yeah. But 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 he, the, I think uh, I actually saw someone on um, on uh, The Daily Show the other day who I guess is the astrophysicist who runs the Hayden Planetarium, and he was just making the point that there's just like a lot more people. It's not that these things haven't happened and always happen. It's just there's a lot more people covering a lot more of the Earth's surface now. To witness, yeah. To witness it, to track it, to monitor it. And and, and even still, it could be happening because of the size of the water mass on on the Earth's surface. Like, mm-hmm. there's plenty of area of Earth, most of it, that nobody's on. Yeah, and so it could, be could happen over the, the ocean. And, we don't know. And it's crazy that it hits in a country that everybody has a car camera because they they have such crazy traffic mm. like incidents over there. It, oh, really? So everybody has car cameras like oh, in Russia because like. Crazy. If you watch some of these videos on YouTube, it's like the a car would stop right before they hit someone. All of a sudden, they'd hit, they touch their neck, like oh my neck, <laughs> and like they have lawsuits and they yeah. have fights. It's a it's a crazy traffic. <laughs> you know what's funny is that when you said that NASA had not correctly predicted this, I was like, in this litigious society, I wonder if people are just like, I'm suing NASA. Yeah, they didn't yeah, tell me about know, the meteor. Right. <laughs> well, like I said, they would never get away with it because this was literally a meteor that came out of nowhere. Like no one, but even still, they didn't. Like, they didn't tell me about the meteors. <laughs> and now. NASA even said that you know NASA said this is a this is a strong point that they they track about ninety some percent of the dangerous Earth crossing meteors asteroids out there, but there's always that that top ten percent that you know they don't see. Right. This was that case, and this is very interesting, Jeff. Uh, this same thing happened in Russia in yeah. 1908, but we'll get to that. What were you going to say? Oh, it's just, you just addressed it towards me because I was smiling. In trouble. And, yeah, it was like yeah. the teacher going, Jeff. Well, you know, I, I figure you, this would be a good topic because this this is, uh, there are some conspiracies behind this, of okay. course. Well, I can't. Get Let's to. hear those. But I'll tell you what, mm. if a giant asteroid, comet, whatever you want to call it, is coming straight towards Earth and we can't do a thing about it, like NASA's like, we can't blow this up. We can't, we can't do... Uh, Armageddon, this thing, like that movie, you can't do that to us. Mm-hmm. We we don't know what to do. Yeah, you can't. They wouldn't tell us. <laughs> no, of course not. And uh, <laughs> of course not. But no. I, the reason I figured you like you're kind of a scaredy cat, Jeff. I think a little no. bit. Or they wouldn't tell us. Or would and, there be a moment at which we would have to know, and then there would be this like kind of last no way. Why would you tell a darkness in the sky? Yeah, well, people they, would know. I think something's up. But you saw how fast this meteor hit. Yeah, it hit okay. Fast. This hit fast, and no one knew it until it happened, mm. and everybody was surprised by it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, some of the videos that I saw, uh, people captured on their camera phones, and man, I have to say, it was probably the loudest sound I've ever heard captured on a camera yeah. phone. I mean, it is just absolutely. I mean, I think some people had hearing damage yeah. because of it now what Jeez. i meant to say you know like you being the scaredy cat but this this goes to <laughs> this goes to prove though i think it's a wake-up call that this stuff does happen and like i said it happened in russia in northern siberia in 1908 
to 800 miles of a forest. So imagine if, if that, and we're going to yeah. get to that. But let me let me well, read you the brief the brief thing of the synopsis before we get into it. Um, just for all you know, if, if anyone hasn't been caught up on it, um, uh, the scientists at NASA say that the force of the meteor that struck in that province of Russia was 30 times greater than the Hiroshima Hiroshima bomb. Uh, it was said to have been 55 feet wide and weighing 10,000 tons. Oh, so that's gosh. what came and pancaked into the, the atmosphere. Uh, when it hit the atmosphere, it was traveling 44,000 miles per hour, and it broke into pieces 15 miles above the ground. Over 1,000 uh, people were injured, and hundreds of buildings had enormous damage. Despite the magnitude of the Russian meteor, they have been unable to locate any large fragments. And the reason is because this thing came in so fast into the atmosphere, it just pancaked. So what happened was it, it came in, it exploded, and what, what people heard and what damaged the buildings was actually an air blast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like... If but you, you, what happened to the matter of the actual... Obliterated. No, it went somewhere. No, it obliterated. It just disintegrated. That's what happened. But, but either it turned to But what happened was it created, it created a shockwave. So it wasn't... It, sure, it, but it didn't disappear. The mass of the, of the actual matter did not disappear. It, yeah, it pretty much did. No way. Yeah, that, that's what happens when, I mean, you're, you have the force of gravity coming in. And you can obliterate a rock, you know. I mean, well, but it would turn to dust. I'm sure, yeah, of course. But it's dust particles that no one's going to find because it just no you know. ten thousand pounds <laughs> of dust particles. No way. Yeah, that's the same thing that's happened time and time again. Um, I forgot the name. That's a, that's that, I was looking for the name that they call they're it. Hiding it. Scientific. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was filled with aliens. That's green. Well, essentially, what did happen though is it evaporated. Um, that, that's exactly what happened back in 1908 in the Tunguska. Matter can the- neither be created nor destroyed. I mean, it's like the simplest principle of science. Like, but how is that? What do you mean? It disappeared. It's fucking. <laughs> well, matter can be disintegrated. Uh, it would it would change form. It changes form, but maybe not be a solid. But it yeah. would still it would. St- Still exists, right? Right, but well, okay. Let me put it this way: no, no, no. She's right. You're right. But the thing is, but you're wrong. They're not like, going to no, find it could those. Be like a lot of pebbles flew around is fine with me, but you, yeah. but no, you but, can't but say this it thing just disappeared. You're right. The matter got changed. Right? It, it evaporated, but it it it, it okay. <laughs> it not. it didn't evaporate. I guess maybe that's the wrong word. Um, <laughs> it, it, it take got, a side. Take a side if you're following this. You're, like, yeah, yeah, the particles, the, the particles side, of that side. thing got obliterated to things that are finer than a grain of sand, and that stuff got captured in the atmosphere and probably went all over the place. Okay. Do you so, know this? Or are you making it up? No, that's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> probably exactly. <laughs> probably exactly, Mike. I'd have to look my, it up. Okay, so so that, that I'm following you, but if that were true, but this then is it why they're so saying contaminate the air in the area that people would in, have breathed that predominantly. I mean, it would, there would have not been necessarily, Emily, because remember it was it. it was 15 Finer miles. Finer than a grain of sand. It was 15 miles in the atmosphere where it actually obliterated, and there's winds up there. But it pancaked against what? The atmosphere. Uh, Friction. Uh, you know, uh, like when the space okay. shuttle comes in, gotcha. it heats up enormously. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens here. Like if you, if you know, when the space shuttle comes in, if they take it at a wrong angle, they'll break apart. Mm-hmm. And, 
and uh, they'll, you know, it, the, well, because it's so... they don't have an opening, Yeah, because right? what's happening is from the vacuum of space, there's no friction. Right. So all of a sudden, you're coming into our atmosphere, and this thing coming in so fast, uh, it's, like, it's like hitting a huge brick layer, you know, essentially. So that's why it broke up up in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then that that breakup and you know whatever happened to the particles there's they're, they're probably all over the the world at this point mm-hmm. because it got carried in the atmosphere but that initial shock wave apparently is what caused the damage because it's like sure. you know you know when you hear a uh, the boy you know when you you know like when the space shuttle comes in or when someone breaks the sound barrier yeah. you hear a sonic boom yeah. it's essentially what's happening is like you're getting this huge amount of pressure sure so that's that's what they 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 specified happened. I love how this is like a giant analogy to like personal space. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like a, you know seriously. There's like a, a point at which you have invaded the what what I consider to be. <laughs> and if you're not open to it, if you don't open, if there's not an opening, you're not yeah. allowed in. The, the friction will resist. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were gonna say I love that. <laughs> that's another. Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a perfect. Come on. This is just, this goes to it. show you, though. Um, okay, let's say that you know, in reality, it is what it is. It was it yeah. was a meteor. It did not actually impact the Earth. Right. Look at the amount of damage that did, uh, and that's not even hitting the Earth. Are uh, you sure? Because well, yeah, I, I, thought I thought they, they had pictures. Sh- it was of, like shrapnel. It was or in like absolutely a, not. It was no. like in a swamp or something. Nope. And they a- also said that it skidded. Yeah, it skidded. <laughs> Like it, Where did you hear this? <laughs> it's get it out. I heard it in you know where information comes from. AOL news. Yeah, that's where we get all our news. AOL news. <laughs> I even listen. I, I even listen to. Uh, I listen. Oh no! <laughs> there was a astrophysicist talking about it on the radio, and you know they were saying the same thing because that was a big question. Yeah. Well, why didn't we find the crater, or why didn't we find the particles? It's because it, it burned up. Yeah, that, but that shockwave hit us. If mm-hmm. if it the was boy, Russia, the boyoying, the boyoying. If the boyoying <laughs> had uh, anything left, mm-hmm. we just saw pictures of it because it was caught on camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was on every news station when it hit. So yeah. it's so like they weren't even hiding it. Matter. Yeah. So wait, but but it did have. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. It skidded because it had a a grazing. It skid. Tra- it skid across the atmosphere. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. That's what people saw. Skid? Yeah. He didn't say skidded. <laughs> it's skidded. It's skid. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, you could say whatever you like, Emily. Uh, no, no it, it people did. are gonna stick up for you now and be like, "Oh, I want to go on a date with Emily." Uh, just a, <laughs> just a big bully. <laughs> no, I I appreciate you correcting me. I was it's it did Emily. Right, it did exactly we that. Kids, we said we skidded out we on our skidded. bikes. It yeah. that's what Let's people saw. That out. was the fireball that people saw. Yeah, it was that thing. And it skid across the the atmosphere, and it was burning up. That yeah. was the thing from the friction. It was burning up, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it took a minute for that shock wave to hit, and that's what like just shattered that windows. shattered windows. And it's pretty amazing. That's where people were injured mostly because they yeah. were standing at windows because one they oh. saw this huge ball of light. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they went to the window to see what it was, and then that shock wave followed because every remember, time. It was that would happen to me every the- time. Yeah, but can you imagine learn. either the adrenaline or the sort of like, I mean, it would almost be, have you ever had moments where you had real terror, you know, and you thought, this is the end? <sighs> People yes. did. I probably had two of those. Um, but maybe, I acted Maybe three. 
What's that? I didn't freeze. I yeah. ran away from the guy with a gun. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff, you got mugged with uh, yeah. a good friend of mine. But today. I mean, yeah. you know that moment where you're like, this. it feels very real that this could be Yeah, it. this is it. Um, imagine all of those people standing oh. at the window. Well, I would people, think it's it. <laughs> I would be done. I'd be, digging. I'd be digging through cement with my fingernails. Like, I got to get underground. <laughs> I got to get underground. <laughs> oh, my God. In, in some visual. of the videos that you see, people are. They're screaming. And, and actually, there's eyewitnesses were saying that they thought it was a bomb. Yeah. Or they thought oh, that it was some sure. kind of a missile. Especially or, in Russia, too. Yeah, they thought it was some kind of a terrorist attack or some kind of, you know. Yeah. So they were they were freaked out. Oh, I love yeah. that you, like, I, you would be <laughs> scraping through concrete with your fingernails. And, like, as I was saying to my dad last night, every time we got to the end of a line of logic, I was like, or, you know, or we all hold hands while we melt into the earth. You know? <laughs> yeah, and I kept saying that. He's like, you're melting my brain. And I was like, but that's where my mind goes, is that in that moment, we would hold hands. <laughs> And accept and just melt into the uh, air. Get off the hand and get out of here. <laughs> just have all in my hand, goddamn. I need my hand to clutch this concrete. <laughs> You're hindering my my survival. <laughs> I can imagine the three of us. Just be with me. Accept <laughs> no. this. Dig. I can imagine the three of us, like, uh, at, you know, a meteor's about to hit us, you know? Yeah. I've got Emily to my left, and she's just saying, like, guys, it's been great, you know? And I got Jeff to my right, who's just, like, completely flipping out. And I say, guys, it's been great, and I drop the mic. Yeah. <laughs> we're all crying, though. Like, this scenario, oh, we're all it's crying. it's real. Oh, we yeah. are actually crying. I'm we're, crying right now. No. My eyes are watering. You, uh, yeah, you make a good point, we're though. We're both crying. He's not. He's still crazy. He's still reading the news. You, you, make, no tears. you make a good point, though, Jeff. Uh, because you in your panic mode like you would try to nod the concrete to, to get below the ground but in actuality there was no real safe place to be except no. away from this thing because yeah. mm-hmm. people in the buildings got in the buildings got like yeah but if you're underground oh man yeah that's the insulation you need so right there. basically there there's not much you can do you're yeah. kind of helpless well yeah, yeah. I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna instantly dig a hole big enough for me to be under you know <laughs> but in your mind you would try that's a, yeah. mom's <clears throat> able to lift cars off babies yeah, yeah. it's I uh if you maybe could suddenly tunnel your way i'm half mole <laughs> it's the it's the panic mind yeah. you know it doesn't make much sense i guess uh, it never pays to panic in a situation i guess but uh i panic in a good way though <laughs> uh as i mentioned though believe it or not this very event happened not far from where that event happened in russia right in uh in a remote region of the uh, siberian tunguska mm-hmm. um or the tunguska event uh, if you want to, if you want to comment on all of Mike's pronunciations, please do. Too. It's Tunguska. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a remote region in in Siberia. Okay? This is the eight hundred mile radius one. Yeah, this is eight hundred mile radius. This happened back in nineteen oh eight. Um, well, I thought that they said that the 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 one the asteroid that hit that supposedly or in theory could have wiped out the dinosaurs was a left a hundred mile radi- radius crater yeah so and, and like people claim that they know we're still here after an 800 mile and radius your particles well here's the thing though emily Killing, breathing the the tunguska yeah. event it was this gigantic explosion that leveled 800 miles of uh of <sighs> forest 800 miles there's Holy pictures of it crap. i'll link to them on our website but if you've ever gone on google and typed in tunguska 
that'll come up. Like that's Dude, the every event. night, every night. <laughs> I'm sure you may have heard of it though, right? Nope. I mean, it's a famous event. I like, know. I don't know. So That's literally, what happened was uh, it was the same thing though. In the very center, there was like trees that were standing up, and then everything outward was completely obliterated because of the energy. And here's what happened though: out. there was no crater, there was no remnants of a rock or any type of meteor. But it flattened the trees. It leveled everything okay. outward. But, but there are craters. So, so the difference may be that there might have been some kind of contact with the other the other 100 mile radius potentially wiping out the dinosaurs asteroid. Yeah, it might have actually the the one that apparently destroyed the the dinosaurs impacted. Mm-hmm, In other words, mm-hmm. it impacted, and when that happens, then something different happens because mm-hmm. then you've got plumes of these of just gigantic dust that goes up into the atmosphere if you survive the blast and some kind of you're not going to survive the aftermath which is all the dust like circling around the globe and cutting out the sunlight for days on end years permeating oh yeah that's crazy yeah and permeating the atmosphere in a way that was not meant to be and therefore Mm -hmm. you know could have changed elements changed you know Mm -hmm. that's what you should be scared of people that. Well, all of it. That's the whole point. <laughs> but I mean, anything. Could, I mean, there's. That's the freedom of it. Is that like any of this could happen at any time? Yeah, that's the scary part. Well, but it it also relieves you of having to, you know, focus or concentrate on on being scared. Really. So you're you're Jack from Titanic. Just let go. Mm, I think I think so. <laughs> okay. I think it's too painful to live the other way yeah but one we're doing a podcast so we're always <laughs> thinking about that now <laughs> and two like i think people i think you know you know what really loves it like like uh back in like the 50s hollywood loved to make movies about aliens because mm-hmm. it was so uh, such a new concept and stuff we're we're in an era where they love disasters like natural disasters like even i even put zombie apocalypses under natural disasters because mm-hmm. it's always something like uh some kind of virus or something mm-hmm. that starts biological yeah, yeah. so we're i think i think our media is obsessed with that right now sure and which and then we get science backing it up because science couldn't back up aliens they still kind of can't like yeah but well well they can't because they don't exist well we don't know that it's not that the government right but you can't tell covering. me yes i can't tell you no right but they can tell you that if like through history if something impacts us we're all dead um uh, yeah or yeah a lot of times you know and it might not even be the impact that kills you it's what happens afterwards right that would kill you mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. you need you would without sun uh you're gonna have some problems mm-hmm. um yeah and uh i mean the dinosaur yeah they, they actually think they may have found the crater that um there's craters everywhere. Yeah, now. but, but they, the one that the destroyed one the, the significant one, it's an entire peninsula and it runs yeah. into the ocean. So that's yeah. why it's covered up. Yeah. They, it was initially, yeah. well, the land mass portion of it was a peninsula that was known as the Yucatan Peninsula. Is, and, then if, and then I guess when they were drilling for oil, they found that it was actually one piece of a 100 mile radius crater. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible. It's like the, the scope of it. And you could see, of course, that and would it's a probably... a circle. Yeah, that would end life as we know it. Um, it was gigantic. Let me read you a little bit about the Tunguska event, though. This is important. Um, 
I can't believe you. I, I, I'm surprised you've never heard of it. It's yeah, it's very well known. Like okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just surprised. A lot of people know about it. Maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. It's like when like so, someone's son drops the fly ball. Like, hey, I can't believe you didn't catch that. Like, all right, that, you're my son. It's well, let me educate you. For me. <laughs> no, it's like not gonna let it go. So the Tunguska event was an enormously powerful explosion that occurred near the Tunguska River. It's a northern area in Siberia, as I mentioned. Uh, luckily, it was very uninhabited. I mean, if you imagine something like this happening over New York, the devastation problem. would be worse than than anything than anything yeah uh, it, it's it's amazing that this happened where it did the explosion is believed to have been caused by the airburst of a large meteor or comet fragment uh carl sagan actually believed it was a comet fragment that's why nothing was found because um, they had teams that went in to figure out what the hell happened and yeah. they searched everywhere for a crater they couldn't find it they couldn't find a, fragments of anything uh so that's what they later then believed. It was something that, like the Hiroshima bomb, I was in um, Hiroshima, and they still have the very building that was at the very center, which was the only remaining standing building, and it was perfectly upright, but that's because the bomb exploded above and went outward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it exploded in the atmosphere and exploded down and out. The effects so that one, radius, yeah, and there was a center. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So this was very similar to the Tunguskau, and... There were theories that, you know, there was some kind of a, a nuclear device or something that was set off. Uh, you know, this, this is 1908, mind you. Oh. They went in to figure out what it was. It was always believed that something impacted. They just couldn't find it. So they never did. So it's that's so when... It's so crazy that, like, the, the biggest thing you could possibly imagine, uh, yeah. a, a solid mass of threat cannot be found. Yeah. Or proven. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa! This is this is one for uh, the weed smokers. What if the explosion, uh, the the particles became trees and vegetation as we know it, Mm -hmm. and that's how the Earth got populated because of the the particles. So in that place in Russia that got hit recently, what if like all these trees start popping up, and then we found out the real aliens? Well, that's what trees. I was saying about this one. <laughs> you know, no Emily, way, like, calm down, calm down. You're right, Emily. I mean, somehow <laughs> you know, those yeah, the, the matter of that, you know, if yes. there was any living organism, though, I don't think anything could survive that because the what if it was brought the temperatures of 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 hey, you proved your own point in this crater lake uh, freezing <laughs> bacteria theory that you introduced at the top of the show. Well, oh my oh, gosh, oh, wow, that no, 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 yeah. but you guys, you guys Mind aren't blow. far from the truth. The, <laughs> all life developed from out there. I mean, all life here was brought by comets and and, and uh, by meteors impacting the earth. That's what that's what brought the organisms here, right? Mm-hmm. Or dug them out. Yeah, the ones that actually hit, you know, or, or yeah, dug them out. I have no idea. It's, we're it's the aliens. God oh damn it. Oh my God, we but are. That's the we're why, looking at the wrong thing. If you're not religious, though, everybody knows that, yeah, the particles of, of that make us, <gasps> the matter that makes us came from animals off the earth so right. yes we technically are the aliens yeah, certainly yeah and we're at the bottom of an ocean <laughs> we invaded <laughs> we <laughs> we invaded the animals world mm-hmm. so when humans showed up they're like oh no we got invaded freaking aliens okay so they're when gonna he, uh, destroy us yeah yeah they're evil and they're gonna destroy us yeah yep yep 
Let me finish on the Tunguska. <laughs> guy. So Bye. I just wanted to show, I wanted. You don't like where this is going? <laughs> I wanted to mention this to you guys. Um, estimates of the energy from the Tunguska blast yeah. uh, range from three to as high as 30 megatons of TNT, roughly equal to the United States Castle Bravo thermonuclear bomb tested on March 1st, 1954. It's about a thousand more times powerful, more powerful than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. The Tunguska explosion knocked down an estimated 80 million trees over an area covering uh, 21,000 square kilometers, which is about 830 square miles. It's estimated the shockwave from the blast would have measured 5.0 on the Richter scale. An explosion of this magnitude is capable of destroying a large metropolitan area. Yep. And, we, get, uh, we get it, man. It was big. <laughs> <laughs> big it and was, scary. It was this, uh, this very <laughs> event that actually led Congress to talk about asteroid deflection oh. strategies. We don't have that yet, do we? No. See? Well, well, yeah, let's just talk. We don't. <laughs> there is nothing they can do. Bruce if Willis they, wants to get if all they, heated If up. they explode, uh, if they blow up a meteor uh, that's going to be coming into Earth, then you're going to have... Instead of one big meteor, you're going to have 20,000 like large particles that are going to go all over the Earth. And like it could a shotgun. Be, yeah, it, it, it would be very... The NASA has talked about this. I mean, they... But it would be better it, than the big one. Uh, kind of. I don't know. It's so interesting yeah, that yeah. all of this gun talk, <laughs> yeah. gun control talk, and all of like the damage that man can do with these like yeah. self-created, you know... Hmm? Uh, uh, vessels, back my, yeah, vessels of destruction. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's just okay. interesting that yeah, yeah, like a giant bullet could shoot us all. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, mean, yeah. believe yeah, me, rock bullet. You want to yeah. let me let me uh, read you some testimony of people that actually experienced this back because I mean, there were people in the outlying areas, you know, in yeah. that region, and this is what they experienced. People in Europe, uh, in uh, in in parts of Western Europe. Uh, they had they had daylight for uh, thirty six hours because the the uh, the illumination from this thing just it, it stayed in a in a in a constant haze. Ugh. It was so, the illumination, or it was the reflection of reflections the sun on it. Of, of yeah, w- the what exploded in the uh, in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, actually. Um, I think I'm dead at that point. So this this one is uh, this, sun. I'm like, oh, this is it. Yeah, it gets tough to sleep. I was in Alaska and it was twenty four well, hours I mean, of daylight. If, and if you're not, you, if yeah. you, but you knew Alaska did that. If all of a sudden something hit, nineteen oh eight, you felt a shock, <laughs> and the sun didn't turn off. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> That uh, is a, a <laughs> lot of gin. I would be drinking a lot of gin and maybe eating some opiates. I mean, what would you do? You try to block out the daylight as best you can. That's what I did in Alaska. Yeah, but you was, don't just kind of carry on. With yeah, the in daylight. Alaska, you knew it. I you know. Knew. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's you would have to try to. I mean, obviously, at that point, news over. around the world would say, "Hey, this is what happened." So you'd know oh. what happened. It wouldn't be like you know. These people so didn't scary. though. That's These people scary. didn't. They this had is... no idea. There was no internet. I yeah. should hope they were effing like jackrabbits. Yeah. Sorry to clean, clean they, up my language. They probably never knew what happened because 1908. I wonder. I wonder if there was like a baby boom after that. There should have been. But a lot of suicides, probably more yeah. than babies. Hey, what is the social aftermath of that, Mike? 
We uh, need to look into this. That might be a part two. You know, I, I don't think we can address everything today. But Well, uh, no, no. I'm just saying it's something to think about. Like, I wonder what the social yeah. repercussions were. I wonder what happened. The societal sort of, yeah. Like how, you know, that's how a people good point. reacted. But, that, but at that point, it wasn't mm-hmm. like they went years without knowing what happened. They knew what happened not long after this, this blast hit. Yeah, but what happened in those days that they didn't know? Because it was days. Well, let me read you some of the testimony. This is kind of interesting. This was was testimony of S. uh, Semenov, as recorded by Leonid Kolik. Uh, He was on an expedition in 1930, and he took down a lot of the eyewitness accounts. Uh, At breakfast time, I was sitting by my house at Vanavara Trading Post, facing north. Suddenly, I saw directly to the north over... Tunguskau Road, the sky split in two and fire appeared high and wide over the forest. (laughs) And then I went to work. (laughs) The split in the sky grew larger and the entire northern side was covered with fire. Wow. At that moment, I became so hot that I couldn't bear it as if my shirt was on fire. From the northern side where the fire was came strong strong heat do you think in that moment the sun has hit the earth and you are going to melt yeah. imagine high. imagine oh, okay yeah, of course uh i wanted to tear do off you my hold shirt hands or do you dig <laughs> <laughs> well listen yeah he, uh, he goes on i wanted to tear dig, off my shirt dig. and throw it down but then the sky shut closed and a strong thump sounded and I was throwing a few meters. Whoa. Oh. I lost my senses for a moment, oh. but my wife ran out and led me to the house. After that, such noise came as if rocks were falling or cannons were firing. The earth shook, and when I was on the ground, I pressed my head down, fearing rocks would smash into me. How is there not just bloody, screaming pandemonium? Yeah. Like, I, I because don't, there, how does the wife just guide is, the man This back wasn't into a the large house? metropolitan area. This was small. This uh-huh. was isolated. This region was very unpopulated, but there were a number of people that lived there. He goes on. When the sky opened up, hot wind raced between the houses, like from cannons, which left traces in the ground like pathways, and it damaged some crops. Later, we saw that many windows were shattered, and in the barn, a part of the iron lock snapped. The iron lock snapped. Pretty incredible. Wow. Listen to this one. Uh, this is testimony of Chukan of Shyangir tribe. I'm not even going to attempt to promote it. Or, I, I mean, just to really quickly, promote. I feel like... <laughs> I wonder, to pronounce it. <clears throat> I wonder if the threshold for panic ha- has to... No, that's not true. I was going to say, I wonder if there was actual, like... Um, injury if there's like actual visible blood or like per- personal harm that's like the threshold for people like really losing it you know yeah but i guess we know that that's not true i know people panic and i think the moment that they realized they were still alive and then you know yeah. but yeah i mean listen to this testimony here we had a hut by the river with my brother we were sleeping suddenly we both woke up at the same time somebody shoved us we heard whistling and felt strong wind. My brother said, "Can you hear all those flying overhead? All the birds flying overhead?" So he thought it was birds. We were both in the hut, couldn't see what was going on outside. Suddenly, I got shoved again. This time, so hard I fell into the fire. I got scared. My brother got scared too. We started crying out for father, mother, brother. No one answered. There was a noise beyond the hut. We could hear trees falling down. My brother and I got out of our sleeping bags and wanted to run out. And then the thunder struck. This was the first thunder. The earth began to move and rock. Wind hit our hut and knocked it over. 
my father was pushed down by sticks, but my, my head was clear, was in the clear. Sorry, the translation is a little rough because it's uh, it, from the Siberian dialect or whatever. Then I saw a wonder. Trees were falling. The branches were on fire. It became mighty bright. How can I say this? As if there was a second sun, my eyes were hurting. I even closed them. It was like what the Russians call lightning. And immediately there was a loud thunderclap. This was the second thunder. The morning was sunny. There were no clouds. Our sun was shining brightly as usual. And suddenly there came a second one. My brother and I had some difficulty getting out from under the remains of our hut. Then we saw that above, but in a different place, there was another flash and loud thunder came. This was the third thunder strike. Wind came again, knocked us off our feet, struck against the fallen trees. They were in the middle of the night, by the way. That's why they're saying a second sun mm-hmm. came up. That's, that's basically how they're interpreting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked at the fallen trees, watched the trees' tops get snapped off, watched the fires. Suddenly, my brother yelled, look up, and pointed with his hand. I looked, and there I saw another flash, and it made another thunder. But the noise was less than before. This was the fourth strike, like, like normal thunder. Now I remember well... There was also one more thunderstrike, but it was small and somewhere far away where the sun goes to sleep. Pretty incredible, like, testimony. Yeah. I mean, you know, th- this, is, this, was, this was a huge incident. Yeah. The reports of this uh, obviously went worldwide. Um, these, these were just some. I'll post some more. There's really fascinating. So you could yeah. write a book on just the testimonials, you know. But yeah, this is literally... Something weirdly, like children's fable ask about that, <laughs> yeah, I know. that yeah. in a Grimm's sort of way. Sure. It's like, right. And then we lie down to sleep. <laughs> a second son. Brother was scared. <laughs> Again, guys. The it, fish started jumping into it my boat. Is, it, is a very, <laughs> it is a very good thing that this thing did not happen over a huge metropolitan area. Well, that place is populated understand. now, right? Yeah. It is, but no one, I, I don't think there were, there may have been some deaths. I don't think it was ever reported. But the thing is, these people were in the surrounding areas, mm-hmm. but they were close enough to actually see the the forest burning and the. There had to have been deaths because if they if there might have been impact flattened yeah. trees. I mean, I still don't really understand how they could have seen trees flatten and they themselves not been disseminated. Yeah. Well, dis- in some of those accounts, the people were actually pushed over by that shockwave, so they were hit. You know, you're right. There probably but was it, people that did die, but it was it was far. Less than what would happen, say, over Washington or Los Angeles. Or, I mean, oh. the thought of that, which has happened, could happen again. And it did. It happened in Russia yeah. last month. And not to the degree that the Tunguska event happened. But, I mean, this, this, this goes to show you, like, you know, we're kind of sitting ducks at some point. Well, but, I mean, weren't we always? We always yeah. have been. You're right. Of course. Um, we're always sitting ducks. But... Uh, there that's is like one. The, that's the thrill of the game, man. There is one thing I wanted to touch on, though, uh, because this also led to a lot of conspiracy. Do you know who Nikolai Tesla is? Yes. Wait, okay. is that the Tesla? He's the uh, Tesla's the guy who invented the phone. He's a Serbian. Uh, <laughs> he's a Serbian scientist that is is probably heralded as one of the most intelligent scientists his his uh, in the world. Today, he's an astrophysicist. No, he was an astrophysicist. Yeah, yeah. he was oh, an astrophysicist. I didn't know that. Yeah, 
I have it all. I'm kidding. Kidding. Also a I'm kidding. scientist. I've, I've done a, a lot scientist. of research on on Nikola Tesla, and we will. I think do. he's one of the most recognizable scientists yeah, of all a, time. Yeah, there's a Toyota named after him. I'm going oh, yeah, to. That's uh, why. Yeah, well, that's and, and he's famous, you know, for the Tesla coils. Uh, yes. He did a lot of experiment with with energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of mystery that surrounds Nikola Tesla. We're going to do a whole episode on him. You just can make your along. own Tesla uh, coils um, online. You can find Ooh. out how to make them. Mm. Not, you know, not as hard now because... It is believed, though, that, that uh, Nikola Tesla uh, was far advanced from like the human species. In other words, he was, he was doing some stuff that it's almost like there were aliens that came and gave him the technology. Mm-hmm. Right. And this yeah. is why there's a lot of mystery that surrounds this guy. He was also, he was a brilliant guy. Mm-hmm. But here's the most amazing the thing. the aliens came and gave him the technology or he channeled some, uh, something from beyond our realm within his own mind. That's not out of the realm of possibility and people or have talked about that. he was just really smart. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I mean. I yeah. mean, isn't that a isn't that a a shade of being really smart? Of what? being able to channel something that has not previously been conceived within our you know finite uh, within our within our within the realm of what seems possible in our reality. If someone yeah. can conceive of something beyond that, that's a certain type of brilliance. And some might argue that there's a you know something beyond maybe that that is it's so inexplicable that maybe he is channeling. Maybe he was given. Ideas by aliens. See, that's through... the part you lose me. <laughs> that's why you lose me. But, but but through you know the same type of like weird dream state that when you wake up in the morning you think about dogfish. You right. Know I mean? Well, I don't. You do. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it. Um, I get it. Yeah. Maybe he's using some of the brain that we don't use. Right. You, exactly. And you want to know the fascinating thing? Hmm. Nikolai Tesla was in the area at the time that this happened, and at the time of the Tesla oh, explosion. Are you kidding yeah. me? He absolutely went to he, Siberia. And or he was like, a real dum-dum, and then all of a sudden this thing hits, and he's like, what the hell? I'm enlightened. I can't, I'm thinking straight now. Let me finish. I got alien dust up <laughs> in I'm my not nostrils. eating horse manure anymore. <laughs> I don't make finish. a coil. What Nikolai <laughs> Tesla was testing uh, was a, a, uh, a radio tower. This tower was said to produce over 100 billion watts of electricity. He uh, split an atom and was like, didn't want anyone wow. to know. Is that what happened? So Mike? Tesla was <laughs> a man of peace. Uh, he envisioned using electricity as a shield to protect any nation from an invading force. That would end all wars in his mind. To uh, accomplish this, he designed a peace ray, which J.P. Morgan uh, controlled the media at the time. And they ref- they referred to it as a death ray, and this was part of what he was testing in the area. Um, wow! By yeah. the way, do you know who funded? Why is this coming at the end? Do you know who funded? <laughs> do you know who funded uh, Nikolai Tesla at the time? No. J P Morgan. Uh-huh. I could have guessed that. Yeah, I, I mean, I actually was going to say that, but I didn't really know what we were going. Yeah, for I didn't here. think you would set me up with the J P Morgan and then ask me a question. The answer is J.P. Morgan. <laughs> the reason that we're not going to... If you were a teacher, you'd be my favorite teacher. They funded him and then they sold him up the river. Just like... J.P. Morgan actually did end up screwing him. Yeah. Uh, this is too much to talk about in this episode because Nikolai Tesla, is, there's, a, there's a huge list of uh, fascinating things about him and we will get to that. I just wanted to we bring this do up. One. Yeah, I'd like it. I just want to bring this up because there is a, 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 a conspiracy that... Somehow he did create that explosion. 
because he sure. was able to do. <laughs> sure. He was able to harness so this, such Emily's a strong, all in on that. such oh, yeah. a, an intense. I had that theory before you brought that up. Yeah. I mean, I definitely. Some, <laughs> some believe that he actually was able to harness all of this energy and either lost control of it for a moment, sure. or you know. No, so he's there's a lot to it. He he's split an X-Men. an atom. He split an atom without permission. And he did so to try to harness or create abundant of, an abundance of energy for his project. Right. But he he blew it, you know? That I mean, radio... Or, or he found out what kind of blowing it, splitting an atom could create. That radio tower was the first cell phone, by the way, that he created. <laughs> oh, yeah? This is all long... All coming together, folks. This, 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 this... What he did was, I say? He invented the one. He created two towers. The other tower was in That's Washington. True. The other tower was in Washington, and he could actually make a phone call wirelessly in 1908. So that's how far ahead of the, the game he was. But isn't he, he is actually known for having had the patent for the phone stolen from him. Or it wasn't, wasn't he the other? Edison uh, or oh. Graham Bell, it I believe. It was Graham Bell and somebody. There was a vying, at the last minute, there was a vying between these two inventors. Yes, I remember. I, I, I know who you're talking that. about. I, it wasn't Tesla? No, and actually... It wasn't. No, it wasn't Tesla. The guy that got screwed out of the patent ended up killing himself. Um, yeah, I don't remember who it was. What did I just? I just heard that. Yeah. I don't know where I heard. I'll that. have to look that up. But uh, the reason I brought that up though is because you see, what ha- what started happening then uh, after the the uh, Russian explosion, the recent one, just last month. Yeah. Uh, people were claiming that it wasn't a meteor because did you see any of the pictures where? Uh, it looked like it was two pairs of clouds that were split. Nope. Nope. Well, a lot of people... Uh, you bring us in here because we're laymen. A lot of people <laughs> believe it may have been a UFO that exploded. Yeah. Because yeah, what they said was go. when it came in, uh, it had... Uh, there was a physicist that was talking about this, and he said it exemplified something with a wingspan. Uh, the, 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 the leftover cloud trail exemplified something of like a burning wingspan. So some believe that it may have actually been a UFO that got shot down, or it may have been an actual missile that the Russian government or some terrorist group that was going to hit something, but then they intercepted it. Yeah, North maybe, Korea. but at the, by the same token. They don't yes. have the technology yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, maybe all of those things are true, and I'd be willing to give them all an opportunity <laughs> to make their case, but the, the <laughs> fact of the matter is just because there was a, winds, a wingspan, which means that there was symmetry in the sky. Symmetry, yeah. That means that something... We already know that the uh, impact of something from outer space or, you know... It creates perfect circles. I mean, there's no doubt that. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the implication that there was because there was symmetry in the sky doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't. Yeah, the, the, something that would have caused a perfect circle anyway. The thing that the I impact is what causes the symmetry. I think the thing I'm not buying is if a UFO did explode or a missile did explode, then in that case, Emily, you'd be right. There would be fragments somewhere. And what right. if they're hiding them? That's a big possibility, too, coming from our skeptic. And NASA, <laughs> this is for all you crazies, NASA didn't report it because it wasn't an asteroid coming. Maybe there was a spaceship behind the asteroid. That, that was like, There was a psych! fight or something. Yeah. Hit down, boom. There's stuff out there. Let's go to Russia. Well, didn't we say earlier it was the classic, uh, like, bob and weave? It was the yep. classic, like, mm-hmm. decoy. Yeah, decoy. Right? They wanted you... Everyone to be scared about this comet, but not too scared because it'd be pandemonium in the streets. And then 
your little UFO comes in at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Trying, but thinking, oh, no one will know. And then all of a sudden, or because Russia has crazy traffic. Riding the velocity, right? Wouldn't there have been some kind like of a NASCAR. vacuum? Yeah, like a NASCAR or a boat, like dr- speedboat yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like the slingshot effect. Yes, Ooh. yes. Believe and me. that's why whoever the intelligent life form was from another part of the galaxy, they had done their research. They had planned on yep. this. It was a very formulated attempt to gain we access. have figured out there are aliens what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it was unique, though. And, and the reason I, I, do, I stress to you, because I saw a few of the photos, and... I didn't even read anything about any conspiracy. I was just looking at the photos and I said, this looks very strange though for a meteor. Yeah. Because usually a meteor, uh, the vapor trail is going to be just that. It's kind of like a mono, like just a single trail. And what, what I saw in a lot of these pictures was two. And they were symmetrical. I mean, they were e- equidistant. Yeah. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. Uh, an object flying at that speed... Uh, is going to be going haywire in the atmosphere. So for a perfect symmetry, it seemed weird. No, because, no one explained <laughs> no, it. Though. No, no, but we've already we've already agreed that like even if it is hitting the atmosphere and we have the boyoyoing effect. <laughs> <laughs> I like that effect. Yeah. Yeah, that should be the new term. Coined wow, the, my own term. Um, it because it's child. hitting because at its at its deepest level of Ooh. contact into the atmosphere it is it is there's one point that is the deepest and therefore because like a pin mm-hmm. like a pinhole or you know at any point the actual f- most the finest point of mm-hmm. the contact mm-hmm. is going to be the epicenter like you said the building in Hiroshima it's mm-hmm. going to be the epicenter of what creates a a radial uh uh energetic expulsion right exactly so I don't think it's that crazy that whatever it is was left symmetrical trails in the sky. Okay, I'll buy that. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people, I mean, have been talking and, and some claim they saw it, but they, that's not what they saw. They, they saw an object. Yeah. So that's the kind of weird thing. If, if it was a missile, it, that would seem more believable to me that it was some type of missile. Mm. Uh, but again, you know, no fragments were found. I would not see us shooting down a UFO because... It would uh, have to be a nuke. Because a UFO, I know, is going to have far superior technology to what we have, and they're not going to allow themselves to be shot down by a simple missile from us. Also, so, we, we aren't necessarily going to destroy that technology without getting our hands on it and seeing it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it's which, in Russia. Well, no, but I, of Jeff, course you make a, a great point. There's certainly they're very secretive about stuff over there. global f- attention. Well, but isn't there uh, some... Um, assumption that the the Roswell UFO gave us a lot of technology, like um, that actually no. Yeah. Uh, okay. So infrared, mm-hmm. a couple of different types of technology supposedly were reverse engineered from things yep. found on the Roswell ship. Yeah. And to that end, I've heard something like um, some of the German aircrafts uh, that were developed at a faster rate of technological advancement than we had. Mm-hmm. There's some suspicious, some suspicion that that's mm. that they had access to alien technology. Yeah. So technology literally falls from the sky. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Russia is a Russia. Uh, <laughs> you're f- just waiting for any, anything to fall in your country so you can come out with a new cell phone or no. New- but there's but the reverse is true too, where that people create think tanks. Yeah. Of yeah. people of of uh, scientists and and 
you know, technological inventors or whatever to just imagine in a very like sci-fi and completely um, fictitious way mm-hmm. just to imagine and then go and reverse from what that's, they've that's made that's up. That's the sci-fi channels like. uh, saying. No, but that also, that's actually what happens. To yeah. You. The Russian, um, no, the I, former no, Soviet no. Union, by the way, is a hotbed for UFO activity. Yeah. Uh, more reports of UFO activity exist there than in Mexico, which is considered a huge hotbed. And the, the funny thing is, you know, a lot of things. Russian technology uh, has actually is pretty good. I mean, they used they, to be. They still are to some degree. They're still doing stuff. They're still ahead of us in the space age. Yeah. In the space age now, so space agent. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they they had you know they were no slouches to uh, technology, um, especially back in the day. So yeah, totally. I don't know. I'm gonna have some links on our website, borderrealm.com, and uh, you can see some of the interesting video there if you haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna list a couple articles too that you can check out. But it's really interesting. You guys should you know check it out. Be the judge. I'm sure the consensus is mostly it's it's a meteor fragment, you know, or it's a meteor yeah. that was just not big enough to actually impact, but that's what I think it is. did enough damage, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, that's the public, uh, you know, that's the public consensus. That's the PR uh, spin or whatever, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. But right. we are living in a day and age where there's enough people, there are enough civilians and enough uh, forms of monitoring, recording devices. Absolutely. Oh, that yeah. it's like difficult. It would be difficult for people to spin things. Yeah, Absolutely. It's hard these yeah. days. So anyway, uh, that was a good discussion on that, guys. Um, I will now get to our final segment, which is a fan mail. Hey, this is my favorite. We've never heard these, by the way. We don't know these. Yeah, I save them for you guys so that you, uh, you know, I, I don't know, just so you can react to them. Yeah. First is from uh, James Ronald, Missouri. Great show, guys. I don't believe that guy's story about getting kicked in the jaw by the Bigfoot. Yeah, you're a very uh, smart man, then. Yeah. Because he would have died. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I agree. A, that sounds a little bit firsthand. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. <laughs> Trust me. Bigfoot. Uh, Cassandra from Roanoke, Virginia. Roanoke, I think, Virginia. Roanoke, yeah, Roanoke. Uh, just started listening, and it's a great show. Love your chemistry. All right, thank, thank you. you. Cool. Thank this you. Is, I just thought this. Mess with Sasquatch, you get the foot. <laughs> oh, that's my t-shirt. No. Zazzle, let's, here we let's, come. Let's trademark that. Okay, go for it. Uh, Phil Brennan from Wisconsin. I'm excited to hear you guys do a show about UFOs. I live on a farm, and I've seen some weird stuff. Two years ago, I awoke to a massive crop circle in my cornfields. Wow. Keep up the good work, guys, and I'm looking forward to listening to you. Wow. Ooh. I want to hear more Ooh, of that. I want, yeah, circle. I know. I want to personal first-hand non-hoaxy uh account yeah, yeah i'm i'm kind of curious too and you know I, I i tend to read mail that uh that has criticism of us too yeah uh the fact is we really didn't have any so that's i weird. think that's either a good thing or maybe people that just don't like us aren't listening to us but that's not the trend on the internet <laughs> yeah no. we've only really had one uh we, which is on our itunes page actually we've only really had one criticism huh. Uh, some minor criticisms, which I mic. have read in the past, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up to this point, there really hasn't been any negative comments. So, We're you know, perf- perfect. We like love the great call. comments, but we will <laughs> read. We love the great comments, but we will read the negative comments if you send yeah. them. And yeah. in other words, because I mean, it helps our show too. It does. Yeah. And we're evolving, and you know, we've got a lot of new ideas for things coming down the line, and. Uh, you know, thanks for sticking with us, and thanks for finding us and, and yeah, listening right to in. us. 
I just wanted to put a challenge out there to anyone who does have has had personal experience with a crop circle. If you have one, if you find one, go make love in the dead center of it and tell oh. us what happens. I, why are you <laughs> I this just make know. love thing? Why not? Why make, am, oh, if you I see a ghost, the, make love with it. No. Who, when did I say that? <laughs> see, Bigfoot. Uh, you I'm know what saying the like Bigfoot I'm trying to means. see if anything like chemical or <laughs> biological happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did suggest the Bigfoot porn. Yeah, see? Oh, well, Emily, you know, Oh, that of, has nothing to do in with. a lot of crop circles there are enormously high radioactive readings and uh, electromagnetic disturbances I just want to know what's happening at the center crop, and, uh, crop hearts yeah. and, crop and hearts I feel like that crops. there's like a great way to sort of push uh, biological reaction you know what else go take a dump in the middle of the circle <laughs> I don't hey know. now we're talking <laughs> Oh, we'll uh, we'll do a show about crop circles too because that's a that's that yeah that could be two episodes actually that or three oh, or four yeah. I mean yeah, it's, let's it's keep enormous. it at one yeah <laughs> but anyway I don't believe this we'll leave it on that so uh, everyone thank you for listening remember to check us out at borderrealm.com also subscribe on iTunes and follow us at the Border Realm uh, on Twitter and uh, follow our Facebook page too uh, facebook.com forward slash the Border Realm. All right, guys, thank you, and we will be back real soon. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes and ears out there. <laughs>